You're listening to episode 119 of the Rebel Buddhist Podcast, where we talk about how to write your personal manifesto. Welcome to the Rebel Buddhist Podcast, where we explore how to use the science of psychology, Eastern spiritual practices like mindfulness and compassion, and the game-changing work of self-coaching so you can free your mind and free your life. I'm your host, Anna Verzoni. Hey, hey, my friends. I am in Florida at the Four Seasons, actually. And oh, at Disney World without my child. (laughs) I find all of this hilarious in a way. Like, why the fuck am I here? Listen, it's to be with my coach at a live event. So some of y'all might choose to do some of my programs because of where I do it. That's not why I did (laughs) this particular program. It wasn't to be at the Four Seasons at Disney World, but I came to get coached, right? So I put my money where my mouth is. So if I'm going to ask people to pay me to coach them, you bet your ass I pay someone to coach me. Why? Because I believe in it and I know it works. And when I don't do it, y'all, I'm not coming from my best self. It helps me a lot. So like as an aside, I just want to mention, if you're looking to hire a coach, make sure that they receive coaching too. Kind of like I'm always wary of massage therapists that never get body work, right? It's like, that's kind of weird, right? So when your coach is investing in getting coached themselves, they believe in the importance of the work, which will transfer into how they coach you and their belief in the process for you, the thoughts they have about you receiving their coaching and Believe me, as you know, our thoughts create our results, right? So this relates to today's topic too, in terms of reminders of how our thoughts create our results. Because I want to talk about how to write your personal manifesto. But first, I should probably start with what the hell a manifesto even is and why it's worth doing, right? So a personal manifesto is a kind of a declaration If anything, like it's just a declaration to yourself about what your core values and beliefs are, but it can also be more than that. So it's usually a combo of what you want to create in this life, your intentions, a statement of your values, and also because y'all here have a little or a lot of rebel in you, (laughs) a somewhat rebel list of the way you want to live this life what you want to do and how you want to do it. And I say rebel because it will, ideally, the process will call you to challenge assumptions, assumptions you have about yourself and assumptions you have about how things should or need to be and question social norms and like whether you agree with them or not, right? And a personal manifesto is also provocative, It gives you the power to make changes that you need to make so that you are aligned. Your internal values are aligned with your external reality. So when you take the time to sort this all out, you have a lot more clarity. And your manifesto can act as kind of a North Star, right? It not only gives your life meaning, but direction as well. So when you're in doubt, You can look to your North Star, see if your decisions or your current path are aligning with your manifesto. It can help you focus your mind and remind you of your priorities. Like in Buddhism, we talk about 
you know, taking refuge in the Buddha, Dharma Sangha and precepts and whatnot. So the refuges remind us of where we want to be, what our priorities are and how we can come back home. A participant at a silent retreat I was on, they were Chinese and a spoke Mandarin. And I was on this personal retreat and they said, you know, in Mandarin, the translation for refuge was a coming home and not just like a coming home, but coming home after a long journey. Wow, that's a different energy, right? Like, so what if this manifesto of yours is what guided you and could hold space for you even after a long journey where you felt you had like nothing left to tap into, right? So I've had various iterations of manifestos for my business that I've shared before, like a freedom manifesto. Then I created the Rebel Buddhist Manifesto, which you can download along with a resilience training and other goodies like over at rebelbuddhist.com. I even go into detail about this manifesto in episode seven, if you want to have a listen. And a manifesto is a bit different from like a business mission and vision. Those are meant to unite people under a common vision or mission, whereas a personal manifesto is meant to ignite action, light a fire under your ass, right? Like a famous one, Karl Marx's communist manifesto, right? It wasn't just like, hey, this is what I believe in. It was like, this is why we need to take action now. So it's not just a statement of what you believe in, but also a call to action. A personal manifesto can serve as a lot of things, right? So to me, I also think of a manifesto as something you're committed to, like a way of being you're committed to, a way of living you're committed to, devoted to, like we talked about last week in episode 118, and a statement of that. So it can help you take action when you don't have motivation because you have devotion. It helps you act in alignment even when the defecation is hitting the oscillation, right? When you read it, it inspires you to live your purpose full out. And when you are clear about this in yourself, it can also help you teach people how to treat you. Because when you are clear about your values, you're also clear about what bullshit you're not going to tolerate. Like if you value speaking your truth with compassion and kindness and commit to living that way, you'll be way less likely to tolerate when someone shames you or belittles you. And you'll likely ask the same of others in your life. A manifesto can also give oomph to a new chapter in your life, which is why I like to revisit mine periodically. In fact, I think the Rebel Buddhist Manifesto is up for a redo. Let's see. Here's what I have right now, right? It says, as freedom seekers, we live our truth. Realize this life is impermanent and do all we can to live a life of no regrets. Study our mind and honor the power of how it creates our results. Know we can do hard things. Actively cultivate ziji, radiant inner confidence. Create healthy boundaries from a kind place. Have our own back, practicing fierce self-compassion and self-care. Accept the responsibility of our power to move society towards social justice and anti-racism. 
speak our truth with strength and kindness. Understand the true causes of happiness and don't get distracted by false pleasures that no longer serve us. Are willing to feel hard feelings because that is how we evolve. Know that we are the creators of our life. Live life fully every day. Focus on learning, not excuses. Expand our comfort zone and find adventure in every day. Own our power to your freedom. Right? So, shit, well, now that, now that I read that, I think it's pretty good. But I think at this point uh, in my life, I'd also add in something about mindfulness and spiritual practice and add something about commitment to exploring our minds versus just studying them. And also probably connecting with nature because over time, I mean, I've been doing this work for so long, I've seen how important that is to humans, to calming our nervous system enough to do the hard work required of being a rebel soul and having a rebel purpose. And also the truths that nature teaches us with so much more like ease and immediacy than a book or a podcast even, right? So what would the components of your own manifesto be? Right. So first of all, you can do it however you want to, but a place to start could be asking yourself, what do I believe in? What do I want to do in this life? What do I know to be true? Like what are life's truths and wisdom that you have to share and that guide you? So these address your goals, which is like the doing, beliefs, and your life wisdom that guides you. And you might want to notice that in my example, there was no, as freedom seekers, we tried to, no. Fave yoga quote, do or do not. There is no try. In the Rebel Buddhist Manifesto, it's as freedom seekers, we do XYZ, not we try to do XYZ. So no try. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So sometimes these can flow in one sitting, but often it can take a while. So another good practice is once you've written it, put it away and come back to it in a day or two. You'll be able to look at it again with a bit of a different perspective. Then, (laughs) then the more challenging part comes. Like I said, A manifesto differs from a mission statement or a vision statement because it ignites action. So now, my friends, we have to live it. That's why in the Rebel Buddhist Manifesto, like I try to help people do that by making it printable and pretty so you can download it and want to hang it up after you print it or something, right? So you can print yours out and hang it or paint it, or draw it, and put it on your fridge, or on your computer, in your car, all over the place, not just one place, right? Or you can record it and have it replay for you, like the Think Up app. It's called Think Up, I believe. You can record and store your manifesto in your own voice, which studies have shown is actually pretty powerful, and then play it back a few times a day to help you connect with your core values and truth. So it's hard to live it than write it, harder to live it than write it, right? 
But what matters most is that we're living it. And we are more likely to live it when we're reminded of it. And when we're not living it, what do we do? Like, what if we read it and we're like, oh shit, I'm way off track. We can use that moment of awareness, not to shame ourselves, but to just get back on track. We can investigate what happened that we got off track Like, are we not getting enough sleep? Are we overworking? Are we not exercising or eating well? Are we over drinking or whatever? We get curious about what happened that we came off track instead of judgmental. Then we can get back on track. It's a compass, not a straitjacket, okay? A compass. And I don't know how many of y'all have been in the backcountry navigating with the compass, but it's like, you're not like staring at the compass the entire time that you're walking. You like, look, you like find your like point, like, oh, we're going to go to that tree. And then you walk there and then you check your bearings again. And then you go from there to the next point. And then you check your bearings again. Right. So it's like, you can course correct. That's part of it. Right. So your manifesto, It's also a way for you to drop conformist bullshit or even the concept that there is a normal or an average to even begin with. So you can get clear about who you are and what you stand for and live it. It's like a way to ZG up, ZG, that radiant inner confidence where you know who you are, what you value, and know your resilience, right? But you can get back up when you get knocked down because living these values help you do exactly that. So many reasons to do this process at least once, right? Socrates said the unexamined life for a human is not worth living. While that's debatable, what I know is that for me, I love living an examined life. I love being so mindful about how I live it. So writing Your own personal manifesto has you examining your life until now as part of the process. So it's worth doing. So rebels, what do you believe in? What do you want to do in this life? What do you know to be true? Maybe today get started with just one line, just one line that will help declare a value of yours or a way you want to live your life. And famous quotes can kind of help with this, like inspirational quotes, like some I love from Maya Angelou. Courage is the most important of all virtues. Without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. Mm. Or another one of hers, love life, engage in it, give it all you've got, love it with a passion, because life truly does give back many times over what you put into it. I think she even said something like love or life loves loving or something like that. Life loves being loved. So what do you take refuge in that could hold space for you even after a long journey where you felt you had nothing left? What would help ignite aligned action for you? Start with just one line for now. You've got this. 
Okay, my friends, if you want to download a copy of the Rebel Buddhist Training Kit and the Rebel Buddhist Manifesto, head over to rebelbuddhist.com. It'll give you a great place to start. And don't forget to save the dates for the next round of the Adventure Mastermind. The current cohort's full, but block out the week of March 25th. Even if you're like not sure you're going to do it, but you're thinking about it, block out the week of March 25th so that when the time comes to make that decision, you're not having the issue of, oh, I already planned something during that, right? Block out the week of March 25th and get your passport up to date because the next cohort is going to Mexico for their first retreat because there's two in each cohort. So get on the wait list at adventuremastermind.com. Block the week of March 25th. Let's go.